You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. And then all of a sudden, this like, waft hit. And I, oh my God, and my granddad's like, hey, can you smell the fear in them? Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast with me, Reginaldo Esquire III. And me, Dave, instead of Dan for a change. Um, what have you done with Dan? I killed him. Makes sense. Yes. The last thing I seen was him going around the uh, Manchester Comic Con doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen him since. Yeah. I, I don't know what's happened. He's just like it just vanished off the face of the earth. And I'm like, right, Steve lives too far away. Yeah. So sod that. So he's gone now. So yeah, he's he's out of the picture. Yeah. Like he hosts the podcast. Not anymore. Like, not in a literal sense, but in a case of Steve, we need some like computer to store it on. Yeah. Can you host the podcast server no, for he's us? He's gone now. Well, no, because we need him for that. He's not going to be on anything else. No. While you're right, oh, okay. He's gone. Right. So, <laughs> so Dave's going to take over the. Everything. Uh, this is my podcast, podcast now. <laughs> Dave is not network. Um, but yes, if that voice sounds familiar to you, it's because me and the our hosts of the SideQuest Activated podcast, uh, which is also on this network. Um, but we thought, obviously, with having no Dan this week, mm-hmm. we're going to bring in Mr. Dave and we'll get the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, so how do, sir? Yeah, very good. Excellent. It's excited to get started. You know why as well? Go because on. hopefully you're an avid listener of this podcast. Always. Because we're going to start with <laughs> something I know you will love. Go on. We start every podcast off with a Street Fighter joke. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, why is Dal Sim the world's best rapper? Because he can spit fire. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. How did I get that? <laughs> I'm so happy with me more than the joke. <laughs> but, alas, unfortunately, as people are aware, we don't start every week yes, off with a street fighter joke. I presume it's so. It's a crying shame. But I did spend a good 10, 15 minutes giggling. And now we're going to start every side quest activate your pod off with a Street Fighter joke. <laughs> I want all the podcasts to start off with a really shit side, fucking Street Fighter joke. Do it. Well, from the sound of it, it's going to be me and you doing all of them anyway. So we, we can basically just do what we want now. It's our network. <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously this is the nerd one. So I've got to remember it's not all about incestual family stuff yeah and gaming stuff yes. so i want to get jump straight into something which is amazingly beautiful and that is josh brolin as a uh, cable yes have you seen the pictures i've seen of this? a couple of uh, pictures yeah that are floating around it's getting a lot of attention at the moment gotta be fair he looks fucking awesome yes he does really cool so just in case you weren't aware um josh brolin has been cast as cable uh, for deadpool 2 which is weird because he's also thanos yeah, see now, obviously not watching all of the like you know Marvel films and whatnot. Like, uh, there's been a lot of like bits and pieces that I've missed, and um, I think it was Dan, my friend, was telling me that he, he doesn't understand how he could be Cable when he's also Thanos. Obviously, I delved into that a little bit more, and apparently, that's a big no-no. You, you can't really have this one person playing multiple characters. Well, this is where it gets interesting yeah. because obviously Fox own the rights to Deadpool. Yeah, so. In effect, he's not in the Marvel universe, the Marvel like film universe. Okay. So, technically, there's no issue with Josh Brolin coming in 
So it's, it's, and playing it. Really, it's its own but, standalone thing. But the fun part about it is how Deadpool loves to break the fourth wall and take yeah. the piss out of everything and anything. Mm. So I'm hoping there's going to be plenty of dicks and drop, jabs yeah. about Thanos being in there. And he's like, oh my God, you shrunk. Or like, yeah. what happened to your face? Less purple? Yeah, and it's, it's, like, there's got to be the odd then, bits and pieces and it's got to be... So I'm I'm genuinely excited about this. I'm I'm annoyed because they keep on releasing all these amazing cast pictures. Mm. Um, so literally before Josh Brolin, we had um, Zazie Beats yes. as Domino. Now, I was going through to you saying, have you seen the pictures <laughs> yeah. of Domino just before we came on? And you were like, who is it that's playing it again? Because she looks familiar. I've seen the image. And then your reaction to her name was just perfect. Well, yeah, it was basically like Zazie Beats, I thought was like some sort of fucking audio player or something when you first said it. I genuinely haven't heard of this woman. <laughs> I, I, it's only when you're like, no, idiot, it's this person showing me the image. And I've got to be fair, I mean, the, the image itself looks cool the way they've uh, set it all up and everything. It's just, but, it, there's something always so, yeah. so great about somebody lying on a rug <laughs> on in front of a fire. It doesn't matter if it's on a Deadpool rug or if yeah. it's like you lying down on a bearskin rug in just mm. your Speedo Fishnet Juniors. We've all done it. There's, there's, there's just something sensual about it, which is just beautiful. It's a good image. I I, I like it. But yeah, I don't know anything that... about the character. That's the problem. To me, that's just... It does look like, you know, like an old... 70s throwback like strong black diva-ish kind of woman like it's going out to fight but crying kind of the deal the best thing about this though is because you don't know a lot yeah. you don't want to know a lot because nah. you're going to end up delving into it and ruining the film for you. yeah <laughs> it's like right. in my mind I've got this strong black sister with a shotgun that's mm-hmm. that's what I want in the film she works in a call centre oh huh. I don't know if that's accurate or not because I have no idea <laughs> You just put your own theories in. That's what I reckon she's a call centre worker. I've got some strong diva. Or... <laughs> some or strong reaction, independent woman. You've got call centre woman. The the whole reaction to her face paint, yeah. right? Have you? Hopefully you remember space Spaceballs, balls. Spaceballs, yeah. <laughs> no, I was, you know what? I saw the image and I was like, <laughs> her face reminds me of something. And I thought, well, maybe it's I've seen her in something. It's only when you were like, oh, you've seen... Straight into my head. Yes, that's what it reminds that it. me and of. And now that's ruined the film for me. Completely, so... Yay. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, so, yeah, if you've obviously not guessed, we've seen the uh, the original image of yeah. of Domino now lying on the, uh, mm. the Deadpool skin rug. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely am excited to see Deadpool 2. My only downside about this is the fact that they keep doing this so early on. Like, they've done it with Infinity Wars now, where yeah. you can watch, like, the leaked trailer. They've shown it to people, like, a year and a half before it's due to come out. Yeah. Like, Deadpool 2 now, it's not out till next year. It's like, yeah. why, why do you have to start the hype train so early? Don't get me wrong, I like the hype train so, to a, to an extent. I like, you know, if it was like the the release of trailer and then like a month or two later, brilliant. Now I've seen the the Deadpool two trailer where, uh, where he's getting changed and Stanley's in it, which is like brilliant. That. It's brilliant. I love it. But again, as you said, it's like a year and a half or something like whatever it was like when it first got yeah. released, and uh, yeah, at that point I'm just like I've. I've fucking forgotten about it by then. I'll, I know what will happen. It'll just get a bit close to the date and then I'll randomly remember or mm. randomly see a poster or something. It'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot that was coming out. I'll go and watch that now. It, they start so early now that it happens to stage, like they did with Spider-Man Homecoming and stuff, mm. is where they, they do the initial tease yeah. and then they're like, all oh, right, we've put it out there now. We're going to have to show them a little bit more. Right, now we're going to have to show them a little bit more. Yeah. And then by the time the film's out, you've seen it in trailers and footage 
Now, mm. you're lucky to say, hey, you don't really care about karaoke not, films not, anyway. Not and because we do a gaming podcast, like, you can't ruin games no. in the sort of future. They won't show you the endings of games and that sort of right, stuff exactly, in the actual yeah. trailer. Whereas, because I'm constantly doing weekly updates mm. with the nerd one, you have to watch him so you can <laughs> yes, talk about you, it, yeah. but then it ruins everything for yourself. So you say, like, can you please do me a favour? Mm. Do it like a week or two just before. <laughs> yeah, just, just for me. And don't give everything away. Literally, I don't want to see like a three-minute trailer mm. of the entire film just condensed See, that's down. a good thing about the Deadpool one, because I don't think that's going to have like absolutely anything to do with the actual movie itself. It's literally <laughs> just... A, a funny little oh yeah like that, that one's just like a thing. whole tease and that's fine those i don't really mind that much but again like the movie the, the first deadpool film still fresh in everyone's mind anyway so to keep it like fresh in people's mind with a trailer is, is to, to well to my knowledge pointless although have you seen the honest uh, you know honest trailers that yeah. we both know and love and mm. um, they celebrate their 200th episode and done the nice. logan one yeah um so they re- revisited logan but they've put in ryan reynolds as deadpool nice. in as um, a special guest to do the, <laughs> the honest trailer for it and i was like they're just going to use bits and pieces because they started off with him in the phone box yeah from the initial tease like last year um well, earlier on this year sorry and i was like the just going to do it, but it is actually Ryan Reynolds coming over. He's like, no, 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 don't get me on your honest trailers, uh, like YouTube page, just so you kind of slam the Logan. Um, and he's, he's amazing. Like Ryan yeah. Reynolds is by far like one of like the greatest people on earth. Anyway, you know Obviously, how much I love yeah. him. Um, but he's, he's brilliant in this. He's, well, like, him and little... Hugh Jackman are good mates as well, aren't yes. they? So like they're constantly ripping the shit out of each other. So I wouldn't be surprised at some point if he'd done some sort of like, witty retaliation back yeah. as well it, it has is, to be done be to be brilliant. fair they are brilliant together. Yeah. Like, one of my favourite interviews ever is when they ask each other questions yeah I've, like I've, that, I've, one that one is just perfect it's um, so cool I was well happy with that but speaking of amazingly funny people as well and it's probably this is going to sound like a really weird girly type podcast now but Go on. have you heard that Chris Pratt and his missus have split up Anna Faris yeah. you know the, um, the really funny I one did, scary movie yeah, and stuff yeah I, 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 did hear about it and i was um trying to think i was on some website at work all oh, right i thought you're gonna be like and i was trying to think of the fact that i just genuinely don't <laughs> well <laughs> let me get to that right and it popped up and it's like oh the whole world has uh lost um any kind of hope of love and happiness uh because these two split up and i was like wow i really don't give a shit <laughs> just carried on scrolling minding my own business i, I, I they, they are genuinely because ash as you all know anyway from mm. from the previous part and stuff, she's obsessed with just like Snapchat, Instagram, yeah, Facebook. So it's just constantly rammed in my face if I like it or not. And I prefer her showing me pictures of like what they're up to compared to like Kim Kardashian looking at makeup Gosh, yes. with her arse out. That's like I, I don't care. No. So like literally seeing like their feeds and stuff, like they're just quite as funny like round rounds on Twitter and stuff yeah. like that. So it's always been entertaining and I was like, huh. And I love Chris Pratt as well. Like, love him from Parks and Rec days. Yeah. Where, like, I, I do love me some Parks and Rec. So, going on from that, I was I was a little bit like, wow, that's a shame. But that's weird. I'm going to try and get off the uh, off the girliness <laughs> now by going on to, have you seen the interview with John Boyega? I want to call him the guy from who played Finn from Star Wars. Okay. He's in Pacific Rim 2. Okay. So, have you seen Pacific Rim? I have not. By any chance? No. Right. I'm not going to go into too much then. Okay. Um, but Pacific Rim 2, he plays maybe a relation to someone from the first one. Right. And this is just about these big, huge, fucking giant mechs yeah. 
that could basically fight aliens. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. You will take it with you this evening when you leave because I've okay. got it on um, on the Blu-ray down there. Because um, from the um, trailers of things, I saw one that obviously the first one came out. If it's one thinking of anyway, it's just like Godzilla but with mechs. It was just like huge monsters stomping around the city and them just knocking the shit out of yeah, each other. It's like a, a fight for humanity type of like, yeah. this is the last way we can do it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the story, believe it or not, is, is actually really good. But the mechs don't get used to the full potential the way that they could do in the first one. Yeah. So like they, they are giant, but they look quite not slow and clumsy. It's not like a Power Rangers episode mm-hmm. where like it's all very slow and janky and whatnot. But they could be done so much better. Mm. So Pacific Rim Two, John Boyega straight away is like, oh my god, we're like ballerinas and these fucking machines. <laughs> He's like, we could dance and spin. Like, if you see number one, like number two. Oh my god! He's like, we are so nimble now. We've got different ways of taking on like the bad guys, uh, the kaiju as they're called. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, oh, more nimble. I mean, the fact they came out and said, oh, by the way, we're doing Pacific Rim two. I was like, wank skipping everywhere. <laughs> it was just like because the first one was was brilliant. Yeah. And it it was so good because it wasn't everywhere all the time before it came out. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what's this? Oh my god! This I do, is fucking I do remember amazing. seeing like quite a bit of hype getting behind it, but then it just seemed to come out and everyone just stopped talking about it. I don't know if it was one of those like you know there was like another big movie out at the time or anything like that, but it got released. Everyone stopped talking about it, and it just completely slipped my mind. I was yeah. actually interested in it. it just, I just never ever got round to watching it. It had that amazing mobile game as well. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on swiftly from that one. Um, but yeah, anyway. So any any more Pacific Rim is always a winner with me. Yes. Like I'm I'm genuinely very very happy with the fact that this is coming on board. Um, so yeah, like I said, I don't want to ruin too much because obviously I didn't know that you hadn't seen the first one. Okay. Um, so I won't go into too much from it. Um, I don't know when it's coming out, apart from when I've just read it now. So I do. Um, <laughs> Oh no! This is this is the actual. Oh yeah, Pacific Rim. So the sequel is called Uprising. It's got the new release date this week, which is why I didn't know because they were messing around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now going to be on March twenty third. Oh, next year. So I'll well, obviously it's not this year yeah. because we're now in August. Well, yeah. This is the third time I've done this today. Oh. I got really annoyed, so I was in work. Um, now usually I'm dead shit at my job, so I don't say about my job on this pod. <laughs> but for once, I'm going to be like, I'm amazing, and we've got these whiteboards in work. We we, we do for like interviews and that sort of stuff because yeah. I'm a recruitment guy. So when you get interviews, we're like, oh, slap it up on the board. I was like, hey, I'm not allowed to write on it because I write like a spasticated spider with rickets yeah, yeah. is what has been classed as lovingly. Um, but I'm like, right, sitting in work, all of a sudden get this email through, and this is like, right, you've got seven interviews for like this nails roll I'm like huh <clears throat> Billy big fucking bollocks over here <laughs> walking up to that board and I was just like, another day in the life of Fred yeah and like as I'm doing it people are just playing trumpets because they're so happy like a little fanfare going as I'm walking up to the board like we love you Red. I'm like I know I know it's alright calm down it's just seven interviews for one roll pow um yeah, it wasn't a big deal, but I'm like, no. I'm going to write on the board. So I wrote on the board. It took me about seven attempts to get it in a straight line because it was just all squirming off. Obviously. Messing up everyone else's. Yeah. So I'm like, sorry. And then I sat down, really impressed with myself. One of the guys come over and he was like, didn't realise it was April. I was like, huh? 
And he's like, well, you've wrote the date down there, so your interview is on the 11th of the 4th. I was like, yeah? He's like, 11th of the 8th. And I'm like, huh, this year's gone really quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, really quick. So you <laughs> it's, thought it's, it's it was April? Bit, for some reason in my head, I was, when I was writing it, I was like, do, 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 and the 4th made sense. I don't know why, but I'm like, just it was just a quick brush stroke. My favourite part about this story at the moment, though, is the fact that you've took this moment to point out that for once you did something greater work, and all it's done is made you sound like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So the one shining thing you've done at work, you've done something really stupid to follow it up. Congratulations. Aww. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> any any praise, whether it not it. being condescending or whatnot. <laughs> I'll take I it. I don't care. The fact that you could just say, good boy, if you just want to so much as, like, pat my belly or, like, you know, rub my hair, I would love it so much. So we went to a friend's house on Saturday um, and we went around to this barbecue. Now, prior to the barbecue, we were going round. Our friend warned us that they've got this dashund, like, sausage yeah. dog. And I was like, right, okay. And they gave us, spe- like, specific rules on how to act when you first meet this dog. And it was, it was like, don't feed it after midnight. And yeah. I'm like, right, okay. It's basically to ground. Don't get it wet. I'm yeah. like, right, okay, perfect. Um, but no, it was like, you're not allowed to, don't go down to its level to begin with, right? And I'm like, right, okay. So like, if you're going to stroke it, don't stroke it on the top left part of its head. Like, do a bit of the belly and like, what's going on? What? I'm like, I'm all very confused. Not quite sure what was going on with it all. Um, so I was like, right, turned up. This sort of thing was yapping like a motherfucker. Oh, God. And I was like, right, okay, so, yeah, here we go. So, um, right, Luna's going to bark at you. Go down to her level. Let her sniff you. She'll be your buddy. Let her sniff the back of your hand, but don't stroke her on the top of her head yet. Avoid eye contact with her to begin with. She's quite nervous, so she'll bark through. After a while, let her sniff the other part of your hand, and then she'll be totally fine with that. And, like... Was right. it training you or the dog? Okay, so I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> so I tried to do it. Turns yeah. out it really doesn't like big people. Right. So, like, Ash walked in and he was like, Wah! like, or she was like, Wah, yeah. I love you. <laughs> and just would do everything for her. Like, Dan walked over and was like, hey. And, you know, it was all right with it. He was a little bit annoyed with Dan and, mm. like, she bit him a couple of times. And I was like, because <laughs> I was taught, so it was scared yeah. of me to begin with. I left the, like, let us do the hand sniff thing and everything was good. Left the room. It completely forgot that I was there. I walked back out again. It's like, oh, person! <laughs> went mental. Started Did, nipping right. the back of my, my leg. Not Question like the front. then. Yeah. Right, because obviously, I, I know obviously you've had the list of instructions. Did you remember the instructions that were given to you? Did you just completely ignore them? So, like, so it's like step one. Flip it the bird. Like, Stick finger. In make sure you way. push the, the middle <laughs> finger right into its smug little fucking face. Step stop, two. Stop putting mustard <laughs> over the, uh, the back Rub of the dog. mustard <laughs> into top of head. Step three. Kick over bowl of water. <laughs> Step four. We won the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did my best to do it all. Right. And it was it was not interesting because it was just staring at Ash and like, everyone else the entire time. Like, what's this big thing doing trying to get down to my level? And I'm just like, Hello. I'm going to talk to you like a weird thing because this is how people talk hello, to dogs. They don't just hello, go like, dog. yeah, they, they, they don't just go like, how you doing? I was like, oh, would you, would you, woo? I'm like, yeah. what? But anyway. Well, it's I, the same as baby talk, isn't it? It's just something that idiots do. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's it's mental. It's it's completely weird and I don't understand it. Um, but I did that and then it was like, right, I'm just going to ignore you and walk off. 
But then every time I left to get beer and come back in again, or like go to the toilet, it went ape shit. She would go mental. And like I came down in the morning because we like we stayed over, and it would just not stop biting me, like at all. And but she she was like looking at us like, hey, look what I'm doing, hum, hey, hum, hey, hum. I'm like, bite it, bite. Why, why are you being angry at me? <laughs> fucking, I've not done any. I've walked downstairs and you've. I've rubbed mustard in biting. your head and you keep biting me. I yeah. don't understand you. I'm like, really trying to take a bite out of you. That's all it was. Thinking <laughs> like hot dog, jumping frog, no. get in my mouth. Um, but yeah. While we were there as well, okay, um, we played. So on the PS Plus this month, right. there's a party game on there called That's You. I was wondering where this was going. Like, I, I thought that Dash One was actually leading to something. I'm glad it has. It wasn't just a random. Oh no, that was just a random story. Oh, just that it just while we were there, I was in. like, shit, this will go into another story. I'll go into <laughs> okay, in a minute. right, go on. Um, but yeah, so. If you've got the PlayStation Plus, you can download, yep. I think it's up until the end of September, um, a game called That's You. This is part of the, the PS Link, uh, which they want to try and get people involved with, like download them apps from your phone okay. and play. It's like a socialising game. Brilliant. It's free. The app's free on your phone as well. Um, basically what it is, it's like a quiz game that you play through. So you begin by downloading an app on your phone, right? syncing it up to the same Wi-Fi or like trying to find using a code. Your, the PlayStation yeah. it's connected with. Everyone connects up, it then asks you to take a selfie. So you take like a photo of yourself. Mm-hmm. Then once everyone's taken a photo of themselves, round one will begin and like our first one was you get lost in a forest, who's the person that would have the map? So then you're on your phone, you get photos of the people and you yeah. swipe up to choose your, your thing. Okay. And then you get points if everyone choose like if more than one person chooses yeah so everyone's person. in agreement kind of thing then it turns to who would be the one that basically goes like eight shit crazy mm-hmm. and I'm like right and then it starts getting a bit dark like some of them will get darker to the stage where no. on the beginning of the quiz it says do you want to add in the ones that people are a bit like ooh I'm not sure about that so I'm like yeah definitely of course you want to add them in let's do this um, so you do that and that's like round one and then round two it'll go to like a specific person and it chooses them obviously from random from the selfies and be like, right, this person, how would you most describe like this? And you get the choice of like how they would do it. Yeah. Round three could be like, right, they're driving a car. What kind of car would they drive? And then it's a blank screen on your phone and you draw like oh, what right. kind so, of car you think they would have. Um, and then one of the other questions might be, so we had one where we all had to take another photo and it was like, take a photo like a cute angel. So I was like, mm, taking a photo like a cute angel. And then someone else would get that photo. And that would be draw Reg as a zombie. So they're like, all ah, right, so they take my selfie of me being a cute angel and having yeah. to turn that into, into a it. zombie. But you get about 20 seconds. Right. And then it passes over to another person who then's got to finish off where you start off from. Okay. So it all then boils around. So everyone's got really weird, but everyone does different poses and has to be done as something different. Right. So like, I was a zombie. Uh, Ash was a vampire. Um, Dan, I think was a Harlem Globetrotter. Right. Uh, th- there was like there was loads of really like funny ones that were going around. Now it's like that draw something on yeah. on the phone. People are either amazing at it or me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember playing that with you and yeah. 
It, yeah, I'm not good yeah. at it. No. But it's well entertaining. And okay. to be fair, you can play it from anything up to two onwards. Apparently two is like a co-op game, which we never got to try out. Okay. But anyone after two, so like with three, four or five, the rounds make up with how many people are playing. Okay. So it's amazing for like you and your partner and your kid and yeah. that sort of stuff to play or when you've got people round. It's it's awesome. Just be like, you know what? Let's just stick this on for a bit of a giggle. Yeah, so everyone can have Because the minute like, I got out the VR, like I was like, okay, fucking hell, here we go. And I'm like, yeah, but Tim wants to see it. And like, admittedly, his reaction wasn't as amazing as Paul's because like Paul was like kicking and screaming and just going half leather. And, and Tim's like, huh, interesting. Get the hell away. Huh, yes. And like, I was waiting for him to lose it, and he just yeah. come out of it. And he's like, whoa, that was intense. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wanted you to be like, ah. <laughs> and you just weren't. You're like, wow, that was scary. I'm like, you could have said it in the thing when I want to laugh, like, but, but no, that, that's fine with me. Um, but the other reason I want to bring up the PlayStation Plus, apart from how awesome that game is, yeah. is the complete opposite news of PlayStation Plus with how annoying oh, Sony yes. are by the fact that they're fucking putting up the prices again for the PlayStation See, Plus. I mean... I heard it was happening, and I thought it was one of those like you know stupid rumors because you hear them every so often, like oh the jack and the prices up and all that mm. kind of nonsense. And then like obviously it started going around all the forums and everything, and started like clocking a bit more info for it. But I still don't fully know what their reasoning behind it is. They've claimed basically Brexit um, is right. the reason for doing it. It's it's a, the the usually do a price hike, but not by a lot. Hmm. This is like. A ridiculous it's something like 25 percent that yeah. they boosted up to which is crazy well, it is it's so 25%. it's yeah it's it's 50 quid now for your annual from yeah. the 31st of august right uh 20 quid if you're going to have it every three quarters yeah and every month it's seven quid to have it so it's it's gone mental now i was like right okay maybe then that means that they're gonna you know hopefully give us like a lot more yeah but they're like, well, you've actually now got a lot more content anyway than what you used to get because you've got the PlayLink stuff. And, you know, we've started, like, giving, and they, they have started giving us, like, greater yeah. games. You know, we've got, like, Until Dawn, which I know we're not fans of, but yeah, people but haven't played it. Yeah. Amazing. Like, you know, we've got the Assassin's Creed one, like, this, this yeah. month. And we've got, you know, we, we do have genuinely good games that are coming out for yeah. it now. So I'm angry, the fact that they keep putting it up because it's going to get to a stage where it's, like, 75 quid. But the only time I ever get to play with you mm-hmm. online is via the PlayStation. Pretty much, yeah. So I've now got to pay 50 quid a year just to play a game with you. Yeah. Which is frustrating because I don't it, really well, play it's, online it's with a lot. It's very annoying. I mean, I've, I kind of dodged the bullet with that one because um, my like membership runs out like just after Christmas. It's like five days after Christmas when I eventually got my PlayStation 4. Mm. But... Um, so like obviously my membership ends then when I, when I set it all up. But this year, I think it was um, at the beginning of the summer sale... Uh, they had an offer on the PlayStation Plus for a full year for 30 quid. Yes. So I'm fucking getting on that. So I bought that straight away. I was like, it's 10 or cheaper, I'll do that. So I'm all right, like, for another year or two. Yeah, I, as I bought I'm two. I'm happy. Yeah. I was like, right, okay. I was tempted awesome. to do it myself. I just completely forgot. But I was like, fuck it, that, that'll tide me over for a bit then. And obviously not long after that, I was, I was kind of worried that if that was the reason, if, like, you know, a lot of people had taken up that offer, a lot more than they thought and thought, oh, bollocks, we've got to make some money back now. It yeah. was just like a short-term thing, but then I found, obviously, that's it's not the yeah, case at it's all. it's annoying, because they, they've done it a lot more over in, like, America. It seems to go up a lot more than yeah. what it does over here in the UK, which is which is annoying for the Americans, but good for us. Hmm. Um, 
But now, yeah, we're just getting yeah. the same same brunt end of the deal now, I just, which is a bit rubbish. I just know it won't be too long, though, until the likes of Microsoft jump on board as well. I think they'll take the moral high ground for a, a fair few months mm-hmm. and then realise, obviously, that there's, despite everyone's moaning, I mean, even also, I mean, we're, we're part of the problem as well. We're yeah. sitting here moaning about like, it. I hate the fact you're doing yeah. this as you take oh, my money. You, you bastard, Sony. I can't believe you've done that. Here's 50 quid again. We're, we're still going to do it. It oh, doesn't yeah, matter how yeah, much we no, fucking win. We, we are. But it'll be Microsoft probably take the, the moral high ground for a while and be like, well, ours is still 40 quid. You, you know, Microsoft won't screw you over. And then after a while, it'll be like, oh, well, due to inflation and bollocks like that, it'll be like, oh, here we go. It's, it's 50 quid now. Just like Sony. It, it's going to happen. I think the Switch is going to be about 50, isn't it, as well, when they eventually start doing it? What? Yes. Because at the moment, the online for that's free, if I remember correctly. Cause it is for, for couple, a time yeah, period. A couple for of members, lads in work have, uh, have got the Switch, and we've been playing like some Mario Kart and whatnot. And I mean, it, it's a good little bit of kit. I, I am enjoying it. Like, But um, I think it's like around Christmas time as well. They're going to like start doing this, the actual like subscription for the online play as well. Yeah. But I, I seem to remember um, what one of the lads saying, like, it's, it's not going to be cheap. I just hope that they yeah, don't go stupid it's not, and, with it. And the annoying thing with them is they're like, right, okay, I think you get to rent a game. You don't okay. even get to keep it. You get to rent a game for the month or something for, like, from the retro store. So it's like you get yeah. to have, like, a NES game. Yeah, so you could pay 50 quid to play a game for a month that you've played years ago yeah which i'll be honest i'd be quite happy with oh yeah because again we're so much rock, yeah. like fucking much, super mario 3 exactly yeah yeah all over it i've only played that a million times already yeah and i'd still love it and i'd still on every other format it. that you purchase it on yeah. as well you're exactly. like all right it's fine well that's it like but um if, if they do that as well that's going to be even worse but like i say I, I don't actually know what the price of that's going to be yet because i'm research a switch that much because it's, it's not a console i own i'm not really interested in it mm. but obviously at the moment i own the, the playstation 4 and then i've got the xbox one as well that's like just off the, those two subscriptions that's like 90 quid a year yeah that's two full price triple uh, titles technically it's, and especially it's because i really wanted to start playing final fantasy uh, 14 online again like yeah. reborn especially now they've added like Stormblood and stuff into it exactly yeah i was like ooh. If it's like that's like fifth quid and then it's like fourteen ninety nine for like mm. three months of that, it's like it just it gets well expensive just to play yeah. online now. Well, it's this, yeah, I mean like for the likes ridiculous. of the Final Fantasy online, I'll probably just play that on the PC. I've got it on the PC. I don't see a point in buying it again, which is obviously odd because it's a Final Fantasy, mm. and you know I'm quite willing to buy all of them multiple occasions. So, you know I will continually do that, but it's something I've already got, so there's no point in spending it's, the money again. It's so weird with me because I would prefer to play it on the PC just mainly because it runs nice on my P on my laptop anyway. Yeah. It genuinely does because we played it for like a year. Yeah, and it plays lovely on my PC. For some reason, I'm just like I'll never touch it. Like, See, I'll never touch like. anything on my laptop unless no. it's editing stuff for the pod. Apart yeah. from that, I'm like, I'm not lost. I kept well, buying loads of stuff well, for the stupid it thing and then is, rebuying it on the I PS4. know if, like, you know, basically I phoned you up one night and went, right, let's get back onto it. We'd do it. But mm. neither of us are doing that. We're just like, nah, fuck it. We'll play Dark Souls again. Yeah. <laughs> just... I mean, that's it. We, we do at some point need to do it, but I need to take my laptop into, like, work all around yours. Yeah. Because those updates are going to be an oh, absolute be a complete killer. Bitch, yeah. It's been like two years now since we've touched it, I think, something Gotta like be, that. Yeah. Um, but speaking before of the of the retro games mm-hmm. um, that were on the, the Switch yeah. and whatnot, there's, there's a beautiful game out about 25 years ago 
um, that's, that's just literally having a re-release for its anniversary on the PS4 and the PC. And this is Night Trap. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, I've heard about this as well, and um, they're doing a special edition. Yeah, they are. I, I think it's got something like the um, a, a single, the, the Night Trap song on a vinyl. On like an, an eight-inch vinyl or something stupid uh, like uh, that. Uh, well, it comes on a cassette tape. Oh, is it a cassette? It's yeah. a cassette tape, shrink wrap box, emulating the original boxes, Sega <laughs> CD packaging, and a four-inch embroidered special controller tag team Incredible. patch. Incredible! And you know what? The game I fucking hated as well. But it even me, was I was rubbish, like, oh, I'm but- so tempted to get it. it I'm, I'd never play it. I would never ever touch it. Like ever. But from this Friday, Dave. In fact, when you're listening to this pod, it'll be it'll be out. Well, in fact, it'll probably <laughs> yeah. be out to the next day. Yeah. So you need to go out, purchase it, and then That's just like thing. just chuck us like, like a, uh, just, a it's, message it's to a, be like, I hate you. Yeah, it's a big part of like nerd culture as well. Like, yeah, and I don't know why because it is genuinely it's awful. Shit. <laughs> it's like I don't know why games went through the stage where they're like, right, okay, what we need to do is add in FMVs. Well, I, see, I do because obviously, like, it was the next like logical step, wasn't it? Like, you know, it's one thing having like you know like a really tiny cutscene of like a character turning to the camera in silence, but then actually having the ability to have people in in like a cutscene. That's amazing. That's like it, at the time. That's futuristic. No one thought that would be possible, and now you can actually have that. You can have actual actors, actors, sorry, and actresses in a game. But then just to go, well, why just settle for a cutscene? Why not just have it as the entire game, and all they'll get to do is move a cursor over a button and click it. Yeah. For me, that was like. No, you were onto something. <laughs> you completely ruined you've, you've it. Kind of, you kind of missed the, the the target here. Just like, but that was like the big part for the Sega CD. Yeah, and and uh, even to an extent as well, the likes of the Saturn and things had a lot of stuff. Like I remember playing, um, oh, it was called like D, the Last Vampire or something like that. Mm, yeah, and that was another one similar to that. Like you'd click on something to do like a really slow turn, and it'd be in like some sort of cinematic, and that was god awful as well. Yeah, they went through a stage, didn't they, with like, yeah. um, like Phantasmagoria, yeah, um, which Nina, if you're listening to this, which I know you occasionally come in, yeah. that's that's her favourite game of all time ever, Phantasmagoria. And there's not, like, every other month we'll get a message going, have you bought me Phantasmagoria yet? <laughs> and I'm like, have you tried to find a proper copy of it? Like, yeah. I know you can download it, but she wants, like, a proper physical yeah. copy, like, the old ones from, like, it's the Sierra it's, it's Originals or whatnot it was like. classic as well, isn't it? So yeah. trying to get hold of a copy... But the, I'm like, the, the ridiculously wow. priced. And it was just horrendous. There's nah. only been two two gaming franchises that I will say I happily love the FMVs in. Okay. The Command and Conquer series. Yes. They have the best acting in anything. Ever. Tim Curry in that. No one will tell me any of different. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like and, and the guy who plays Kane, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's won like awards for that. Oh, I love him. He's one of my favourite villains. It's, it's meant like Kane is he's amazing. Brilliant. But it's just but the like thing is, right, everyone else around him, right? It just seems like really corny and everything. He's really trying. He's he's yeah. he's he's selling that role. <laughs> he's Kane. I believe him. I like to this day I don't know his name. To me, he's Kane. That's all I need. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, I actually love him. He's brilliant. That, I mean, that's, that that was that was amazing. And I Command and Conquer Red Alert 
three, I think it was, when yeah, we came that's out. That's the one uh, with the, the co-op. Yeah, which yeah. we we absolutely battered for so long. And yeah, that's and probably like one of the, the worst in the in the yeah. franchise. And it but got their slated and things were phenomenal. But the cutscenes were George Takai doing the uh, the sword when you could tell like he'd sped <laughs> up the video and he's doing the sword training. Oh, it's fantastic! It's like he can't move that fast. Like no human can. No, so, <laughs> especially some really old dude. But God bless it. Yeah, it's still incredible. And the other series is the original Resi intro. Oh, well, of course. Resident Evil intro Best is intro by far ever. the greatest thing in the world Just, ever. Oh. So I'm dead happy about that. Yeah. However, please, for the love of God, go out and buy Night Trap. I, I probably on Friday. Will. That's the I don't even know thing. how much. Uh, let's see how much the the standard actual it's, edition is because I know it's going to be something ridiculous. That I'm like, I don't. It's going to be stupid, buy it. and people will buy it. But I think, like with the current trend of things, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like what, about fifteen to twenty-five quid in that price bracket. If it comes out of, like twelve ninety-nine for a standard one, like digital, I'd be like, "Well, fair enough." But ooh, it doesn't tell you; it just says coming soon because oh, it's it's naughty. been released on limited run. Now they do like amazing ones; they do like the Retro City Rampage yeah. and that sort of stuff. They they release them all. There's only five thousand copies of that being um, like distributed yeah. um, all around. Oh, to the collector's edition one. Wow, collector's edition is $54.99. Right? And the original one on the PC is (laughs) $34.99. However, you need to go on limitedrungames.com and have a look at the boxes because the artwork is amazing. That is incredible. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Looks like a proper like old VHS kind of thing, doesn't it? It really does. Like I'm gonna have to buy it just for that. It's a reversible cover as well, so you know, win win. I always love a game with reversible cover. Yeah, and I always find that as well. I always turn it around and then like if I'm like storing my games, I always have the reverse side, even if I don't like the image on the other side. Mm -hmm. Don't know why. Just a, a bad habit I've gotten into. It's just, I don't know, it's something different as well. And also yeah. because you're not bothered if it gets damaged because you've got the other side, well, which yeah. is the main side, which everyone knows. But this is it, anyway. but then I also know it's never going to get damaged. Mm. So it's just silly. You know what, what might get damaged, Go on. Dave, is um, Mark Miller's reputation if the next deal I'm about to talk about goes badly. So Mark Miller does amazing comics. Yes. Right, okay, so the Kingsman mm-hmm. um, and that sort of stuff. He's basically done a deal now with uh, Netflix. So Miller World has been basically bought out okay. um, now by, by Netflix. So they've now hunkered down and started going into production about like you know what sort of um, deals they can do, like what's going to be releasing now on, um, on Netflix. So it comes at a time where now all the Marvel stuff is being taken away from Netflix. Yes. Because Disney are doing their own streaming service in like 2019. So all the stuff's going to be taken away. So anyone who wants their superhero fix is going to be amazing because we're going to have Miller World in there. The only thing about it is, I I think there's now getting to a stage of like, he does have some great comment. Like he, you know, he's done Kingsman. He did Civil War. Mm -hmm. He did Kick-Ass. You know, he's he's got like a few really good things out there. No, I wasn't a massive fan of Kick Ass, so thankfully that's not going to be Kick Ass. Kick Ass, sorry, <laughs> Kick Ass. I am English. Uh, Kick Ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest like um, like Kingsman, brilliant. Obviously, I'd love Civil War, all that sort of gubbins is. 
um, none of them are going to be included in this because they've already got a great franchise deal already going through in in cinema. So they've not included that, but he's okay. got like a load of other stuff that he he has got. Like yeah. their comic runs are phenomenal. But he said that at the minute he can't go into what is going to be put on Netflix. Um, he just wanted to let us know that this deal's gone through. Right. Um, they've got a lot of planning, and they and so what Mark Miller has said is that what this means in the future, as a lot of planning has been going on, we'll share more information when we're at liberty to do so. So right now I'm going undercover between now and spring as I stockpile all the new projects we're putting together, and you'll hear about them all very very soon. So. Hmm. Keep your ears out. Obviously, we will constantly be talking about this because yeah. um, I know for a fact that the other the other nerds as well absolutely like adore his stuff. Yeah. Um, so it will be. I mean, like the Kingsman, obviously, like I said, is is great. It's a shame yeah. that that's not going to have a TV series because that would work amazingly well yeah. as a TV series. Um, it's the same as like you love Castlevania. Yeah. Have you, and you love anime. Yes. Have you seen the Netflix series? No. What an idiot. And the thing is, right, there's been a few... Uh, again, I'm pretty sure mates, you've still got Netflix, haven't you? I have got Netflix, yeah. But, like, my mate's been watching it and said it's brilliant. It's fucking Love it. phenomenal. Yeah. And I've been like, oh, I've got to get onto that. But the, the, the stupid thing is, because I'm currently, like, playing catch-up with a load of things that I haven't been able to watch. So, like, I'm right near the end of Walking Dead now, as an example. So I've, I've been catching up on that. The missus wants to start watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, because this is the one thing, this right? So I, I sat down to... To basically, Steve always takes a piss out of Dan and me because we have a list of things that we will look at just in case we need to like fill time to be like, oh shit, hang on a minute, oh yeah. this is out, or we've got like at least something to talk about, like even if it's just like a head in. Yeah. And my first thing was GOT, mm-hmm. and I was like, because when we watched it on Monday, I was just like, fuck me. Yeah. That was incredible. And there's a lad in work that he's my go-to guy. So I'm like, I go in in the morning and he's just like, Reginald here. And I'm like, oh my God, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, yeah. Game of Thrones. And like, we, we've never connected like, on Facebook or anything like that. Not really, because none of us are that sort of like sociable yeah. sort of thing. Um, and literally Monday hit and we watched it late. Um, <laughs> and literally it was about half 12, quarter one in the morning. And I sent him a friend request on Facebook just going, holy shit. That was intense. Please say you're up. Need to talk. <laughs> Nothing. I went into work in the morning. He was like, what time was that? And I was like, I am really sorry. <laughs> oh, my word. It was intense. Like, you can't, you haven't watched it. But no, so I can't say anything. I've seen up to season three right. and then stopped watching it. Now, the missus has said she wants to watch it, but she's not seen any of it. So she wants to get stuck into it. But she also said the same about The Walking Dead. So we started off like, well, which one do you want to watch first? She picked Walking Dead. We've literally got the last episode of season seven to watch now. Ooh. And then that's it. All boxed off, ready for season eight when that starts. Mm-hmm. So Game of Thrones is next on the list. She also wants to, at some point, watch Spartacus, which, as we know, is... <sighs> yeah, it's just incredible. It's glorious. Yeah. So we're, we're going through all of these, but obviously because of, like, you know, work and, like, you know, commitments and whatnot outside of work as well, it's very difficult to find the time frame to squeeze in loads of films, loads of gaming, loads of research, podcasts and all that kind of stuff. So my time is literally, I've got to work it all out, almost mathematically, like what <laughs> I'm going to do with my time. Yeah. So things like, you know, all the, all the programs on Netflix and whatnot, like Castlevania, which I do genuinely want to watch, I don't have the time to physically watch it at the moment because I'm yeah. trying to squeeze in all of those other programs. 
It is shame as well. It's at the top of my list as well because I do genuinely want to get stuck into it. But I know if I watch one, I want to watch all of it. Yeah. The good thing is, there's only only, like four or five. There's not like that's the beauty of it. So if I get myself some free time, I can just binge it. Slam get through it, all it. Through, yeah. Because they've already said, obviously, season two is coming out. Yeah, great. They've confirmed that. There was rumours going around ages ago that Assassin's Creed is going to have a TV series, and that's going to be made by the same people now. So that's now that's, figured out that's yeah. an anime. So that's going to be made by the same team that doing Castlevania. They're oh, going to be cool. doing the Assassin's Creed one. I know you're not a huge fan of Assassin's Creed. Oh anyway, no, but still, I know it's a popular franchise. That's going to be awesome because it's, it will be dark and it will be very stabby, yeah. and that's exactly what you want. Like I enjoyed the movie, but. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's just me. Yeah. I know there's a lot, a lot of people out there that did not enjoy that movie. <laughs> but I do have a habit of finding these amazing films. I talked about it on, yes. the, on the pod previously, um, but the other night, again, it was on Sci-Fi, and it's amazing, a film called Zombievers. <laughs> I don't even Dave, want to know any more. Already, 10 out of 10, best film ever. Just- so, best films equal record breakers, because yeah. they're so good. Do you know who's just got a Guinness Book of World Records, Dave? Tell me. Kevin Smith Ooh. and Jason Muse. Go on. Not anything to do with their films. I'm guessing the podcasts. Nothing to do with their podcasts. Really? It's a really... Oh, well, it's amazing because they've got a Guinness Is Book of World Records. amount of now. weed smoking by one person? Because th- they do I reckon like that. if that was a legal thing to do... Yeah. Well, it might, if he goes to some state, maybe Quite that possibly, could actually yeah. be a thing. Um, but so, August the 5th. Yeah. Um, and it was their anniversary of the comic book sax, their comic book shop, the Secret Stash. Yes. Okay. So what he wanted to do for the, to celebrate the twentieth anniversary of the Secret Stash was try and get as many Jay and Silent Bob cosplayers down there. You know what? Right, I kept seeing on um, on Facebook and things as well. Like there was like just pictures of him with loads of random people dressed up as Silent Bob. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant, but I didn't know why. No, I so, don't. He did it. Apparently, at the last count, there was 281. That's incredible. Uh, Jay and Silent Bobs uh, that were going around to do it. Not only did he get the Guinness Book of World Records, but the mayor also gave him a key to the city. Oh, my God. Right? And now is dedicated August the 5th as Kevin Smith Day. That is brilliant. And I was like, Hats oh, off to the dude. my God. And he was like, yeah, so he's 47 years old. And he's like, this is this is it. So he was like so happy. On August the 5th, that day finally arrived. Um, we got to get his book of world records. And if that wasn't enough, an accolade from the mayor of Red Bank. And they gave me the key to the city, declaring it Kevin Smith Day. All that happened mere blocks away at the hostel where I was born 47 years ago. Um, it was an unforgettable day that we captured on cameras for comic book men. So when that comes out season seven, yeah. you'll see it for that. But yeah, man, he's been absolutely just like buzzing so much That's of it. But he's, he's, like, he's actually got a record now. Yeah. So he's like, so, ha so, so everyone said so I wouldn't do anything. What's the record then? Just like fancy dress, essentially, or what? Yeah. It just said, cause it, you just said, obviously, like, he's got a Guinness record for, for what? It's for the most amount of cosplayers in. I think of a particular shot. franchise in that right, one okay. area. Um, Still, so he's got a Guinness record, which I bet he'd be dead happy about. But then the key to the city, yeah, that's he actually got a key incredible. to the city, which is just awesome. Oh, that's amazing! And it's Kevin Smith, yeah. So, so like, I'm, I'm genuinely dead happy about that. The guy does is just brilliant, anyway. So, oh, it that's truly brilliant. is, it truly is. And speaking of things which people do, which are amazing, um, Flashpoint. 
I don't know how I'll wangle that in because I'm genuinely not <laughs> not looking forward to this in the slightest. Um, we've we talked about this in the past, but now it's been confirmed. The Flash film, which yes. is the the DC uh, Flash guy, is going to be Flashpoint. Now, Wonder Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, has yeah. now just been confirmed that she's going to be appearing in Flashpoint. Okay. Now, I don't know how this is going to work out. When I had it in the um <laughs> on the list I'm like this would be a really good conversational point to realize i was doing it with you and not dan and i'm like right so you're like what is flashpoint yes, do tell what, what goes on so yeah so basically flashpoint is when barry goes back in time to try and save his mum. yes because he kills her dying. uh someone else or something like that, it? Yeah. um but flashpoint is an amazing start point for so many awesome comics yeah there's a there's a future which we've gone to loads of time so i'm not going to go into it too much but it's a future where batman's not actually batman it's batman's dad and the joker is batman's mum. oh yeah i know that one it's, as well. it's fucking How do I know it, this? it's amazing like yeah. some of the comics are so good from it um but i'm not a fan of the fact they're doing the film of it mainly because they've just played it out for a, like a good two series near enough on the ser- on, on the show yeah so I'm like right we've seen it now now we're going to see it in the, the live action bit um, yeah but now, does that mean then they could probably go like a lot darker with it as well so they could like you know basically delve into it a lot more like focus on some specific points that maybe were just brushed over in the TV series and things with it being DC I probably doubt it I think they're using it I've already done this joke anyway on the pod previously but I'm pretty sure they're using it to just undo all the mistakes they've made like Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman and just be like none of these exist quite possibly you know winner winner chicken dinner yeah. as as the kids say these days they do say it they do <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so also whilst we're on um, potential news of female superheroes and superhero shows and TV um, mm-hmm. and films oops so um, Peggy Carter which got cancelled uh, which was a great show. So this was a Marvel Marvel show. Okay. Um, and she used the one that, like, when you see Cap, like, two and stuff, and he's at the yeah. bed of the old woman, that's Peggy Carter. Yeah. So she has, plays, like, a massive part in, like, mm-hmm. all the marvel stuff. Um, Hall, uh, Hayley Atwell, um, who plays her, has been spotted, basically, at Marvel Studios again. Now, there's only one reason she would be there, and that's to play Peggy Carter in something. Okay. So when they've been discussing it, like one of the guys was like, if you get a chance to, to basically do another show, would you? And he's like, I would love to go back. Like We've got so many ideas to use Peggy Carter in like show-wise and stuff. Mm. You know, That could potentially, because it got cancelled from the network, but it could go move to another network yeah. and go somewhere else. Or they could do a film, because like the Miss Marvel film, yeah. or Captain Marvel film, that's going to be set in the 90s. So obviously that's going to be in the past anyway. So they'll yeah. be put bringing Peggy Carter into that. There's there's so much stuff they can play with it, and I'm genuinely excited because her character was brilliant. The show was massively underrated. Yeah. It was it was a really good show. It took a really slow burner, hmm. but it was quite a fun show when it got going. Ash couldn't even give it the time of day. She was like, "Oh my god, it's so old." And I think that's that's what the issue so was with it. Too old for me. So old stuff. War stuff. Yeah. I went to see Dunkirk. Yes. Great film. Like, amazing film. So this is a Christopher Nolan war film about basically getting all our guys back home mm-hmm. um, using just, like, pedestrian ships. Yeah. Just, like, our little, like, fishing boats and stuff coming back from Dunkirk. Um, so it's all historically accurate. All fantastic. Unless you take someone who's in the war to go see a film 
about oh, the war. Oh dear. When he like so me and our Chris took my granddad to go see like me and my brother took him to go see Dunkirk in the pictures. Yeah. So know what my granddad was like anyway from the last time I went to see a film with him. Um, he'd only ever go watch war ones, but nothing really that great. So we went to see Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and I was oh, like, God. this isn't a war film, Grandad, this is a love story. And he was like, I don't know. know. I thought you loved me, Graham. <laughs> yeah. And if I can remember the tune from it, I would, I would no, start just trying don't. to do it. But I don't. I just remember <laughs> the awesome tune by um, Fort Minor, which mentions the Pearl Harbor attack. Kenji. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, not related in so, the slightest. No, it's not. But I was saying, um, obviously, Chester um, Benningfield, uh, yeah. Chester Benningfield, um, Chester passed away. Yeah. And if they can get one positive side from this is that we might get some new Fort Minor stuff I'd be quite happy with that but so you know I'm, I yeah. am I'm, I'm genuinely gutted obviously it's, oh, yeah. a, it's a horrible thing to, to happen um, we've talked about it and mm-hmm. anyway in the in the pod and stuff um, and there's, a, there's an amazing song by an artist which we always go on about called Frank Turner um, and it's a song, a song called A Song for Josh and it's just about how, like, his best mate, who was a bouncer in a well-known place um, over in America, like, he was severely depressed and he, he committed suicide. Um, and it was all about how Frank Turner was just like, right, I, I would have been here if you just talked to me, like, go through stuff. It's fucking, it's an amazing tune. Just give it a listen to. And if you know anyone, just fucking play it to him and just let him show you while there. Um, but going completely off topic because that was about Obviously. Dunkirk for some reason. Yeah. Um, so we went to Pearl Harbor with my granddad and my granddad was like, that's not the right kind of ship that would have like, <laughs> flew across. And he was like, ship plane. That's why it's the wrong yeah, kind of that's, ship. That's why you just got the Titanic it. just going through. It was like, what's going on? <laughs> Aliens. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, the guy came over in the cinema when we went to see Pearl Harbor and was like, do you mind just, you know, lowering your, your voice that you're in a packed cinema? And he was like, You right, fucking okay. try and stop him. <laughs> and he's like, that's not the right day, this. I'm like, right, okay. And then the guy was like, you've got one more warning. And, like, basically, we were, the film was about to end. And the so only I, one, you know the only that one time. would be even better I, if it was like, uh, we've got one more warning and the film was just about to start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well funny you go into that Come on. Um, but literally as the film was about to end Pearl Harbor me granddad just let off this massive trade of just like <laughs> this is this is not right and because old people don't know they're doing it they do slightly racist it up a yeah. little bit which I won't say what you were saying please never do um, but, I, I, but yeah. needless to say it's the only film I've ever been kicked out of <laughs> and it's because of me granddad which is quite an achievement unintentional racial slur <laughs> so we went to watch Dunkirk and uh yeah wow so they're on the beach and um it starts off with everyone all being lined up now the film is brilliant it takes a while to get your head around because yeah. it starts off with like dunkirk beach seven days like seven hours no seven days it is the first one and then it's like this city one hour and then it's like up in a plane and it's like 23 hours and i'm like right okay so this must be like until yeah, the the main event, yeah. but it's not. It all works out. At the, this is how it, long it, it was before this sort it, of yeah. thing. It's amazingly well done. Yeah. Um, but my granddad was like, "No, oh, that's not how they queue up on the beach." Like straight away, and I'm like, "Right, remember Pearl Harbor?" And he's like, "The bombing," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh god!" So I'm like, oh, "Sorry," <laughs> right, back down again. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, here we go," and I was like, "Right." But no, the film we got booted out. Like we just need to like 
watch it, enjoy it, but yeah. just like just tone it down, just just a little bit. Um, and then something else happens in the film which I won't go into. But my granddad's like, as if a four three four rifle could do that, <laughs> like, really loudly. And then you know when you just see the pictures, and then it's like so dark, but then all you see is that triangle of light. <laughs> you know the door just opens up, and you're like, yep. Yeah, we're getting thrown. And out then again. you see that shadow, and I'm like, oh god. And the guy's like, can just uh, keep it down. And I'm like, well, I am. I'm trying. And, but he's like looking at me as if he's like, you keep it down, because he wasn't in the room. So someone's gone like, some dickhead over there making a load of noise. And they picked you out of the crowd. So they come across and went, well, it's blatantly you. Yeah, because we were dickhead. like, admittedly, in our own little row in Brombra, and like these like reclining leather seats. My granddad's like, what's going on? It's reclining. <laughs> the like, future's a terrible. It wasn't like place. this when I was in the war. <laughs> Beaches never had reclining bloody leather seats. Sunshine. Um, so yeah, so that was a bit weird. So he come over, give us the warning. I'm like, right, no worries. Cracks on again. Like the film gets like proper like into it, yeah. And you're like, um, and it's one of those films where you can't stop for breath. Mm. It's, it's just, just constant go go go. It's go go go, and everything just going wrong. And it's it is one hundred. It's accurate. Like the the focus on like a little tiny group. Well, according to your granddad, it isn't really accurate. Is it's, it? it's really not. And he enjoyed telling you that, like, <laughs> you know, that sort of fishing boat wouldn't be around in that that, that era. <laughs> And he was like, since when on the bloody docks would he? They never had a list like that. Oh, he was going, I'm like, oh my God, this isn't even war related now. You're just having to go at a village. And I'm like, who put a bin there? Fucking hell, lad. Um, so it was just, it was dead funny because my granddad's always so quiet and never says boo to anyone. But the minute you put him in front of something, like, I'd be like, oh, all right, so Hitler's a nice guy. <laughs> You know, like, like, oh, uh, the the Panzer tank is that that one with wheels, and then, uh, but wow, That's, yeah, is like all hell broken loose, <laughs> and like they were they were trying to basically, some guy was was digging up, uh, well, digging a body, like putting like mm. a bury in a body, yeah, and he puts these dog tags on, so my granddad just informs everyone that this guy isn't British, that burying this body, <laughs> and that it's a foreign person that's trying to get on a British boat to escape <laughs> the the war itself, because this happened. Several times, but Miguel just doesn't tell me. Miguel just tells the entire yeah, cinema it to the that, world. that's with us. So I'm like, oh god, <laughs> like the light comes on. I'm like, oh my god, not Fucking again. Hell. And I'm like, I'm not getting kicked out of this film. I really want to see this one, Pearl Harbor. I was hoping you were going to do it at the beginning, <laughs> like this one. Like you are not ruining this for me. So I was like, right, Granddad, one more time. You're in the car. <laughs> I'm not like, even going to leave the window open. No window you. open. No. no, I'm going to go like, finish the film, go on Facebook, and I'm going to have loads of people like literally tagging you in photos going, cruel bastard. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he is. He ruined the film for everyone. <laughs> no one suspected the fact that the guy didn't speak at all, putting on dog tags for the rest of the film for him to be foreign, did we? No, we didn't. Spoiler alert. The guy who puts on the dog tags is foreign. All right, yeah. Spoiler. Oops. <laughs> But the fact he looks French anyway is always something. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. I mean, like, from that, though, I would quite happily go and see that film twice. Once by myself. <laughs> once with your granddad. Once with your granddad, because that, to me, sounds like hours of fun. I would love that shit. Just, like, literally just, like, just wind him up and then just set him loose on everyone sat there watching well, the film. Well, um, there was a trailer it. beforehand for two, two things that he only piqued his interest. Nothing else even give a shit about right but me and chris like oh, i really want to see like kingsman too yeah so want to do it my granddad was like 
oh, cable cars. Cable cars were first invented. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying to watch the trailer for, like, him. For, for this. And I'm just like, I've been waiting to see the proper trailer for it and the pictures and whatnot. I'm like, can't wait to see this. It's going to be amazing. And I'm like, oh, wow. And uh, Chris just sitting there, like, biting his hand, like, trying not to laugh. Because I'm the one that sat next to him. And I'm like, right, oh, brilliant, yes, fantastic. And then the Churchill film's coming out. Okay. So my granddad was like, ooh, straight away, silent, just, yeah. like, absorbed into it all. And I was like, it's amazing how they brought him out like that, isn't it? It's like, is that digitally redone? I'm like, no, it's an actor that's playing Churchill. And he was like... Oh, I thought so. It's not quite fat enough to be Churchill. <laughs> that speech he's done, actually, and I'm like, oh dear lord. Oh wow! <laughs> just tell me, don't don't shout it. <laughs> like, I don't mind if it's just me you're telling, but there's like seventy other people in the yeah, pictures, and, and none of them care. And you're telling everyone everything. <laughs> um, and it gets this bit where I'm on the beach, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden this like just waft hits. And I, oh my God, and my granddad's like, hey, can you smell the fear in them? And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. And it stunk out. Oh, Chris just erupts into laughter. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, looking at my watch and I'm like, 15 minutes has been on in a two-hour film. So far, we've been warned once. You've smelt me out. Like, give me like the 4D experience, like... But the film was a good film. If you can get past that... If you can get past your granddad, it's an incredible film. Yeah. Yeah. It is really good. If you can't get past that, then I'm really sorry yeah, for you. Yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, it's, it's brutal. But if you ever fancy good to film with granddad, hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter page, yeah. which is the usual <laughs> Facebook or Twitter.com forward slash nerdod. Um, and if you're local, I will happily, happily let you go see a film with them because it means I won't have to. <laughs> which is always a winner. Um, I didn't even get time today to tell you about the amazing book, which I've just pre-ordered, ready to purchase. Go on. uh, Which is The Witcher 3 colouring book for adults. Fantastic. This is something I I don't understand, but at the same point, like I I don't have time to go into because I've been given strict instructions that this isn't supposed to go over an hour at 61 minutes and 18 seconds. (laughs) Oops. So, yeah, um, but it's being published by Dark Horse Publishing. Um, And they put a couple of pictures out there. And I was like, if there's not one of him resting in a bath, I'm not into it. And there was. Thankfully, that was like the second picture. One was him trying to pull his horse away from like the ground. All right. <laughs> <What> <laughs> yeah, that's why I had to finish it. <laughs> to pull else, I would not have to finish that story. Hey, they're beautiful. But with you, I had to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's coming in the 1st of November. Um, it's coming out, I think it's 14 um, and How to Colour of Adults. Um, I don't understand why adults have colouring books. They've no, got lives. This ha- yeah, it's this has become somewhat of an epidemic, mm. I'm finding. Colouring books for adults. very, very weird. I'll never do it. I hated colouring books as a kid. And again, as you say, I don't have time. I- I'm too busy. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, for colouring books. And do you know what else we don't have time for? Oh. Anything else. Yeah, anything so, at all. On that note, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for helping us out. Yeah. I've been Reg. I'm Dave. And it's time to say goodbye. Love you, bye. Bye.